0: whoa good morning good afternoon good night this is connor hallway of the golden hours podcast and listen this is a gdp minute i just had my good friend zach cratch aka the stupid american up on the podcast and listen man zach is a meme creator and a content creator from plymouth marshfield area originally and now he's kind of dipping into some longer form productions and he also is sorry for the brain freeze he's also very eco-conscious and he's totally up to date on a bunch of social issues and so he kind of started dipping into that in the episode and i don't really understand that much about that stuff so it was good to learn he also talked about instagram shutting down his account where he thinks content and like content trends are going to start turning into in 2020 and then he also talked about like personal development and he was also very much off the booth pack for the entire episode. So we had a good time over here. Sarah Slugs was in the building. And listen, I know Sarah Slugs probably already spawned the clip for this, but I have my fat event. And it's not mine, it's a GDP event on January seventeenth here at the Warehouse Eleven. And it's called GDP Hustle. And if you know me. You know I'm nuts. And you know I want it to be popping. It's a GDP event. They're always a good time. If you're a Boston-based brand, startup, or company, reach out to us. Because it's a really, really dope opportunity for cheap. It's 50 bucks for a table. I'm not taxing anybody crazy to come in here. I want brands and startups of all sizes to come in here meet people there's gonna be a pitch competition there's gonna be a live speaker there's gonna be some drinks there's gonna be some refreshments and you can come here and pitch your product i know it's a long gdp minute sarah slugs but i kind of had a brain fog a couple times nonetheless enjoy your episode with zach cratch golden Deer productions golden De- oh oh wait was that not it Hey, enter just you forgot to enter before we start I just want to address a couple of things. Hey, this is Connor Holly of the Golden Hours Podcast. And listen, if you by chance get any sort of value, hashtag value from this episode, whether you laugh, you cry, you're entertained, or you learn something, dude, just share it with a friend. And if you don't have any friends, then you shouldn't be listening to podcasts. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're all on the same page about that. I don't know if that's true. But. Additionally, I'm coming in with another zinger. You ready for this? Okay. Before I introduce my guest today, we got Slugs in the building. Slugs, say what's up.
1: Hey, what's up? It's Sarah Slugs. I'm here for my third episode, and I'm excited about it.
0: And Slugs has been picked up doing the post-production so fast. Wow. So quick. Lightning listen it took me long hours of adderall abuse this is not a joke in college isolating myself in a little room in the library for like months to learn how to to edit content you picked it up in like 10 days that was incredible and you're gonna be the goat long
1: term that's epic because even i'm like we were just talking um kind of slacking on a video production that me and connor did (laughs) <laughs> and Connor's giving me a hard time about it, but... Well, I'm
0: not. I just thought it was never coming out, but... Honestly, I'm giving myself
1: a hard time about it, so... It's in the back of your mind. You it's wanna there. Get it done. It's getting done, and honestly, I'm procrastinating about yeah. it because I want it to be epic. I think you're just getting a little
0: hashtag insecure about it.
1: That's what I think. I'm going to make it epic. Don't worry.
0: Okay, so on my right, we've had a few individuals on the podcast who have achieved diamond status. Because you get your golden hour, then you get your platinum hour, <laughs> but after that platinum hour, you get diamond. Wow, I made it to diamond. So, Big Dog is having his diamond episode, and, oh wait, I was going to say three different studios, no, two two studios you've been in. I've been to two. You've been to Phoenix Down in this, right?
1: Where else have you been? Dude, I've run the show like six different places. Oh, wow. Uh, he's like, I've, I've been around. <laughs> Hey man, you know what the hustle's like out here. Yeah, it takes some time. It takes a toll out of you. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) So on my right, I have the stupid American, aka Zach Crash.
1: Crash. Yeah, you got it. Pretty close. Crash.
0: That's what I was going. Pretty good. He's pretty good. Well, what is
1: Crash German? I think it's German. Yeah. You don't know your lineage. Not that well. Um, I know I'm Italian and German, and then, like, my mom's side is, like, I'm just, like, everything.
0: You're, like, a smorgasbord.
1: I'm a, I am ai call it a mutt. Don't call yourself that. Come on. I, I, re, I respect mutts. I mean, everyone's a mutt. And... In- What if I wanted to be like a purebred, though? Like a thoroughbred? Purebreds have more health problems than mutts because... That is not true. Are you serious? Do you want to look up Google? Purebreds are bad because... In dogs, it's true. Yeah. Canines, that's like a fact? It's a horrible fact because they breed them for looks, not for maintenance, not for...
0: Not for longevity. Not for longevity. Who's they? Who's breeding them? People.
1: People have bred the dogs for looks, Whereas, like, maybe there are some dogs where, like, sheep dogs are bred for function, but most dogs are bred for, you know, there's no reason for sell. a dog to have a stupid, smush nose. Unfortunately. I mean, it looks cool sometimes. Well, I think people also unconditionally think dogs are cute. Yeah.
0: I haven't seen, like, an ugly dog. But in a those long time. dogs,
1: those big, weird dogs, and those little, small dogs, are we're just forcing them into little health problems, but mutts are actually much healthier because in, in nature, biodiversity is what gives um, a healthy ecosystem.
0: But when people think of mutts, they're normally thinking of like those strays. And those strays don't yeah. really look as healthy as that like... White picket fence golden retriever, you feel me?
1: Yeah, but he might live to be a hundred and he's gonna be uh, a dog
0: old... no dog's living <laughs> to a hundred. He's gonna be a
1: wise dog in a dog years, you know, in dog life, whatever. Well,
0: what's that in dog that's like sixteen dog years? He's gonna be an old mutt. Isn't that seven years? Is I guarantee a,
1: year? a mutt has a longer life expectancy than a purebred. Do not guarantee that. I will guarantee that. <laughs> Give me that. Give me. Will, I'm giving you a hundred percent guarantee. I know my months. Okay, quick
0: question. So you're saying that you're gonna live longer than me?
1: Why? Because what? You're purebred. Well, I. Said, well, that's what, like incest. Like like purebred is like incest. Is like the so, problem. So now I come my I'm parents. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm saying like my You're dad, not, mom or you're not purebred like a dog.
0: I'm a thoroughbred, I'm talking like, what if I was like a thoroughbred, like Aryan race like type dude? But
1: perhaps like a certain disease came about, and like it only affected, like what are you, what's your nationality? Dude, I told you, I'm just purebred. You can't be <laughs> a purebred, I'm just, <laughs> I'm a purebred broadcaster. Exactly. <laughs> He's just born with it. I'm a tall white alpha male. <laughs> I was born like this. <laughs> Yo, so he popped wh- out six foot tall. I just chiseled. I, I just popped out with your pipe.
0: Yeah. I, no, no, I I popped out like Mikey Bonkers. Yeah. Was, ah! And then you
1: shrunk down. <laughs> yeah, that <dead ass. laughs> okay. So Zach
0: and I had met way back when. And Zach is was very active on Instagram the first time we met. And so strangely enough, what I've been realizing recently is like, dude, the internet actually you meet tons of people
1: through the internet Mm -hmm. a lot of people will argue you know the bad side of um social media which it can be like you shouldn't compare yourself to others so badly and you know want to be like other people who you can't be but the good side of it is that you're connecting with like amazing people and um also, with people who, like, might just need a little pat on the back some days and, like, get it out of your podcast or from my video. So, like, that feels amazing. So, like, the good, I think, outweighs the bad. And I think all the things that people argue are bad about social media are just bad about society in general. And it just gets
0: just channeled. Manifested it just way. manifests
1: in social media because that's where people connect. So, what, well, Dude, I've been putting videos
0: out for so long that, like... I just stopped I care a little bit but I just stopped caring about metrics for a while and I'm like you know if we just focus on the product then like things will be fine like has right. that has that been tough for you with some of the big falling and like your page goes up and down all the time
1: that was tough up until like recently I've I've finally came to that realization cuz like last year you look at all my posts it's all 8 to 10k like likes and then like 100k views and that's just like organic reach and um now it's like i can barely get 20k reach so like seeing that diminish is like 20k or 2k 20k wait like 10 to 20k is you, like what i reach year you were now. getting what 100 to 150k reach on every post like okay. i'll I'll, I'll i'll show you all my old posts word okay and um so like that just like cut off after a few reports and then like I met you when I was like battling through it trying to get through it and I'm like I feel like I'm right on the gist of it and then like the cop thing happened and then like a few more things happened and like r- a couple more reports over stuff that like I didn't even think was appropriate inappropriate or anything like that <clears throat> and um and I think I've just had so many reports over the years that they've basically like shut me out and not only that though they're at like a tran transition into um the app the app itself because it's owned by facebook now and it is transitioning into more of like a business platform whereas you know so there's people everyone has actually been complaining about lowered engagement so you know i got that and who cares you know so i realized that because for a while i was putting out just what i want thought that the people wanted to see but now it's like I'm putting out me because I want to I want to put out what I want to put out, you know.
0: Well, is it tough for you especially because like you had you've grown something so based on metrics for so long and now it's
1: like oh shit. Yeah, it's really weird to try to throw something out the window that you've been grown to. Um and that was like my methodology would be like okay, like if this post isn't getting this ratio of views or likes and comments to this many views then it's not a good post i should just take it down
0: well i also mean like dude like you've been working a lot of people don't think like a meme page or a comedy page requires work but like i know you guys firsthand and i used to do it it requires like real grind yeah and so like is that weird for you like shit like this thing was huge and now it's like a totally different thing i can't like get
1: a hold on it because the app's changing and well it's very different like for a while I would like my main source of like reaching people was just commenting on other posts and um just engaging and then I found out like a few months ago that most of my comments weren't showing up to anyone else but me Dude, why don't they just delete your page if they hate you this much? I was like, "That's crazy." No, so so it was like, they used to say once you get to a certain point of comments in like an hour and a day, they would block you and be like, oh, "All right, you can't comment for twenty four hours. You commented too many times." I know because you because you but, get on that cycle and that would sometimes. happen you, and that would happen. You get on that rapid fire sometimes. Yeah, I get on rapid fire and then like they do that because they're trying to get rid of bots. So like they would basically think you're a bot, but I was never a bot. But anyway, so they'd, they'd shut that down. But now, instead of even shutting it down, now they just don't even tell you. They just, you just keep commenting and they don't tell you. And um, the reason why I noticed is because I was in like this group where like it was like a bunch of big pages and like we commented on each other's stuff. And then, um, so that's, like that's I commented on everyone's call stuff.
0: In an engagement group.
1: Yeah, so I commented on their stuff and then... You know, someone was con- was like, yo, like, you never commented. And so, like, I had to send them screenshots. I'm like, look, my comment's right here. They send me screenshots of the same posts, no comment. So I checked it again, and I'm like, look, it's still there. I'm looking at it. And, like, then I checked from a different account. It's not there.
0: How much does does Instagram occupy your mind on a day-to-day?
1: It used to a lot more, but now I've been trying to shut it down and just focus on content because I've realized, like, I sp- used to spend a lot more time on the app, but now I'm now I'm spending time just producing. off the app, producing more time doing that because um that's where the time is more efficient now, and I I felt like an idiot that I was like wasting time, but that's the that was the methodology for for two years, like uh, even more than that, three years, so. For like two years, it was working. The last year it hasn't, and I just didn't catch up in time. so now I'm finally figuring out that that wasn't working.
0: <laughs> so do you still get joy out of making content?
1: yeah, um I do and but like for a while, it was hard to not have it attached to the amount of engagement or likes you know, yeah,
0: see that's a weird thing because, because
1: you start to attach it, it sucks
0: well exactly it it's just like. The one interesting thing for people who are in a somewhat creative space is, like, every time you put something out, even if you're experimenting, you're, you, you're getting instant feedback. And so, for better or for worse, right? Because, like, what if you're just trying something out? You know what
1: I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, that's true. Like, even if you're experimenting, you still kind of feel like, oh, like, you're, like, you still kind of – somewhere in you, you're like, oh, I hope this does really well.
0: Can I, I? I was thinking one thing, though, recently, which is pretty – I think kind of swag, but looking back, I'm glad that like I've been on the side and I will be on the side of actually producing for the platforms than just using it and viewing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you feel the same way?
1: Yeah, that's very like important. Like to- you're
0: like you're actually you're actually actively trying to build something on the platform that's, like, given to you for free. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Yeah.
1: And that's the other thing, like, I realized, too. You can't get mad at them for, you know, lowering your engagement when you're on a free app. So... You know, you just take what you have and what you learn and, uh, you know, move it on. And that's when, like, other apps come out, like TikTok. And I was going to say, you've been active on TikTok, right? Yeah, I've been super active there. Um, I actually just had a video, like, go super viral, and then I had to take it down oh. because I ran into another issue where um, someone was going to call the cops on me. And What was it about? The video had nothing to do with this anything bad. This won't get bad. you in trouble, right? No, no. Okay. So what happened is, um, the video just accidentally flashed a phone number, and the phone number was getting nonstop phone calls. Whose number? And texts. <laughs> number? It was, like, my, old, my friend's ex-girlfriend's mom's number. Dude. Because it was, like, her old phone that was, like, in a drawer when I helped him move. And like, I took the phone and used it for a skit. And, like, the old OS, the old operating system, that's what OS stands for, um for you know people who aren't in the mac world but the old os used to have um your number at the top of your contacts so you open the contacts list and it flashes it really quickly so i i didn't even catch it in the video until after i had posted it and people started commenting like oh i got the number and i was like oh shit i hope that's not a real number
0: so the the content went so viral that it was crazy was a piece was the number like the focus of the video not even I don't know. It seemed what, like what, people what were skit? probably
1: saving the video. Well, the 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 number kind of was the focus of the video. So <laughs> when they so when they saw a number, they were like, "Oh sh- shit, I want to call it." Do you
0: have the video? Can I see it?
1: Yeah, I actually just reposted it because I'm trying to get it to go to go again.
0: <laughs> Cuz you want to get that viral rush. Yeah, I want
1: it to go viral again and um You know, it's hard to get it to pick up again after I had to take it down. I feel you. But sometimes um, classic So the video is just about me finding a phone. And uh, there's like a viral trend going around. Basically like where your dad leaves for milk. But, um, so, in this one I did it. Like, my dad left and I found a phone. I'll let Connor watch it first.
0: I don't... The number didn't pop up.
1: It it does for like a literal second.
0: Oh, so... but the phone number itself wasn't the focus of the video no and so the so the content this went so viral that people all around the world saw the phone number
1: i guess so yeah and they were calling it nonstop. like <laughs> she, it? she had to send me like screenshots of like and the number patterson was tight constantly getting rang um <laughs> so you deleted it Shit. so she was like i i wrote it out for the first day i was like um it's already like reposted. Like I don't know if I can stop it. Like people saving this number on their phone. Like I don't even know. It's like out of my hands. So like the first day I I um, didn't take it down yet. But then like after two days she was like it's not stopping.
0: Well, dude, it would have died in another day. Though. I know,
1: but she was like, well, it didn't though because it kept climbing. It it got to like 300k views, and then it went to one mil, and then it was at 1.7 mil, and it had almost 400k like likes. Shut that up. In like me. a thousand shares. Damn. So that shit went... I don't even know how many shares. It doesn't... I that don't shit went know. super but viral. But it, it went like super, super viral. And um, what sucks is um. now I can't get it to go there again, you know? But yeah, yeah, literally, literally it, it flashed though. for one second like you'll see right here. Damn, bro. That just goes to show this TikTok algorithm is crazy. Yeah. So what I did is I actually went into the video and... um. I just changed the number, now. So that that edit that you just saw was a different number than the original number. Word. Okay. So you can show that if you need to. Okay, fine. <laughs> like I'm just saying, there's nothing in that that will. Have, have show you the liked adapting a TikTok? Yes. Um, it's different. You know, it's because Robbie weird.
0: said it was like, dude, like. Felt so dead with Instagram. Then TikTok came around and I'm like fucking fired. Up. Yeah,
1: exactly. And uh, like when I got that first video, like it took me 120, 130 videos. And then that was my 131st video. I, I, 130 videos, I only got to 3,000 followers. And then that one video blew up and overnight I gained 20K. And then the next day um, I was up to 45K now off that one video okay
0: well followers aside do you like the way like creating the content for it
1: yeah like it's it's more um it's more like in tune and you can just like use the app more like i like how it like gives you the music like instagram i used to like find music and i'd be like oh this music like this song is perfect for this video and then i'd post it and then it would be like oh copyright issues and it would just like take the post down
0: it also came at a good time for you i think because like you were the past six months you like just started dipping into like original content creation like you well like, i was always making stuff. memes
1: but yeah the videos so that's what i'm saying like it was a perfect time for me to have something to you know really put the videos onto
0: sir so, slugs what's your favorite meme of all time my
1: favorite right, meme mm-hmm. um I mean, I like the. I like Vine videos. I love. I go on YouTube and I watch Vine compilations, things like that. Like the
0: Logan Paul days, like the King Batch days, kind
1: of. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I don't really like. There's not like a specific meme that stands out to me. Do you have one, Zach? My favorite meme? I don't know if I. I don't know if I can, like, recall a favorite meme. I don't know. I need to, have to get my charger real quick. So my phone doesn't. <laughs> awesome, screwed on the way home here.
0: So Zach, every time we run an episode, travels up from like Plymouth area. Right. So how long was the commute today?
1: Uh, like two, two and a half or something.
0: You ever think of trying to just like camp up here, like move up here?
1: Move up here, yeah. It would be too expensive. Probably, yeah, but maybe you, not. But.
0: but like you know, just adapt, like you know, try to make more money and live here. You ever think about
1: that or? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, I think I'd need the opportunity a little more to see itself. Like if I had a reason, I was like, oh, I have to be here every every day, and I was like gonna get paid or like you know an opportunity. Yeah. Like it's like I can I can come up here. I don't mind the two and a half hours. I'll sit on my phone and do other shit.
0: Do you do you feed off? Cause like since we had started, Zach now has a squadron of other creators he works with. Like, has that helped reignite a lot of like the content ideas and? Yeah,
1: that definitely helped me get into because like before I was mostly you know a meme creator, so I was getting into the videos myself, and um, you know I had everything that I'd seen, but to actually be with people who have been making you know specifically videos. Was really awesome. And like to see the level that like a key pushes out content is insane. Yeah, he's a machine. Like he's literally like a walking machine. His like know. brain is a machine. His machine too. Like his brain is a machine. Like, cause like, he's like, yeah, like, you know, when I have a day off, I'll put out like 10. I'm like, how did you even... What did you, did you fart that day? Like, what the hell did you put out 10 videos? Like, what did you, how did you come up with that? Do
0: you like, ever feel overconsumed by your phone?
1: Um, yeah. Dude, yeah. I've been recently. Yeah, I can overconsume it. I, I hate when like I realize like I'm like, like today, I was just like on the bus and like I didn't even have service for like a moment and like I just kept taking out my phone i'm like there's no service like just accept that you're here you know what i mean it's
0: weird how it works out what's your screen time
1: looking like i don't know it's insane i don't even i don't look at it you want to see mine oh well my phone's recording Um, honestly this week it's low because i was doing some uh, tile work so gotta bust some random side work going on helping my buddy do his kitchen over whoa big house yeah really nice house i'll show you a picture actually.
0: So, I mean, that's going to be interesting for a lot of people to hear. And I think we wanted to talk about this just a little bit for a little hashtag LinkedIn value. But, like, you, where do you think monetizing your page is going to go in 2020? Like, and monetizing as a in, hashtag influencer slash content creator, what's going to be the easiest way for you to make money? Um,
1: like, you know, um, uh, basically different, um, depends on different like brands reaching out to you i think the future might be like apps right now i'm having um some success promoting different apps um so that could be like the big thing um i'm not sure i got i i have like a bunch of random side hustles going like i got my ebay store that sells the chocolates that are through my site too, which you can buy. Oh, I forgot about
0: the chocolates. Yeah,
1: and right now it's the holidays, so people are buying those right now. Oh, so are you blowing up? What are you doing for sales, like fat? Um, not too fat. No, I only made like two hundred this week, but that's a little extra. But it's extra beans. cash, yeah. It's extra cash on the side. So. You gross two hundred, or you? I I made uh I grossed one ten.
0: So what are you, what does the business do when it's not the holidays? Like what is the um, that
1: one's a little slower with the holidays. Um, that one, like the chocolates, definitely pick up around like like April Fools. I was like, it was going crazy, dude.
0: <laughs> and a, is this a dropship?
1: Yeah, I so I don't even look at it. I just I just get a notification, you got money.
0: So how do you? What well, I your, set
1: it all up. It took some time, obviously, to do that. But
0: what is your day to day like as with that hustle?
1: You just make sure you have inventory, or I just make sure that eBay s- says that I have inventory. Like, there's always inventory. But after, like, you know, so many sales. So, I'll, I'll actually keep it, I'll, you know, it's false scarcity. So, I'll be like, there's only 10. So, I always say there's only 10. So, people will buy fast. So, they buy it faster.
0: Yeah, but my question is, it, let's say you actually are getting low on in inventory. Who do you call? Who's the There's no low
1: inventory. Dude. <laughs> there's an unlimited inventory. Like, if you have a limited inventory, then you are with the wrong drop shipping system.
0: Wait, so you're saying they create these chocolate dicks? On demand. <laughs> on demand. Never running out.
1: No, I mean, they have plenty probably in stock, but if they need to, then they'll whip one out. Like, I don't think, there's, there's no running out. Dude, I mean, let's knock on wood. They yeah. could run out, I bro. hope they don't knock it out. That's concrete, but. Yeah, uh, you're yeah. screwed, bro. <laughs> no, nah, dude, I don't know. I don't jinx myself, but no, there's no running out. It's, it's unlimited. <laughs>
0: dude, and they could run
1: out. <laughs> they can't run out. <laughs> Unless I got, like, a thousand orders in one day.
0: Why eBay and not Amazon? It just take time.
1: I didn't, because I didn't want to conflict with their ground. They they own it. They are on Amazon. So I was like, all right, I'll, because um, I'm with, a. it's like a partner with another company. So, okay. So, like, they, <laughs> they have their own website, and they sell on Amazon. So I was actually about to go into Amazon, and then I found their listing. So I was like, oh, crap, it's actually them. So well, I'm not gonna stomp on their toes. I'm gonna go to eBay.
0: I feel you. Well, you could also sell on uh Etsy.
1: <clears throat> um, I don't know if they accepted it. I tried to do it, but I it think, was it was like too um I think a chocolate dick. Yeah, too. it was too uh what's the word? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Happy so, holidays. Risque, yeah, (laughs) they love it on eBay though. And so, eBay, I uh, they're like promoting it. Only one of them, like, there's four chocolates, but only one of them seems to sell the most on eBay. And it's because it's getting like it has like a hundred thousand views on eBay. It's like weird. And
0: what's better about that chocolate than the other three?
1: Nothing. It has like a flower box though, maybe. So, they it looks it's more deceiving. Like, does the chocolate taste good? You almost think it's like, um, yeah, it's good. Uh, my friend got one and it was good. You haven't tried the product. I didn't. They did though. They said it was just normal, like a chocolate milk chocolate bar.
0: Well, so quick question. I don't even mean to sound like Anderson Cooper here, but you're meat. Aren't you major vegan? now?
1: No, I try to avoid meat when I can, and I eat as healthy as possible. But um, I would probably like to be vegan maybe one day. But right now, I still like crave meat every now and then. I can't avoid it right now.
0: <clears throat> so, why did you start the what inspired you to start the e-commerce business?
1: Um, I just wanted to develop money that didn't matter about like where I was.
0: You want to make money on the move.
1: Yeah, so like I want to be um I looked up like the term digital nomad at the time and that was just like raging with me. I wanted to be able to travel and get money no matter where I am in the world. So that was like one of the main things is like, you know, starting at least something that even if I wasn't making content and that couldn't make money, I have something else that is just kind of making money no matter what. And that was so that was the start of that. Um, And I've only seen a little success with that. I want to move into like other items because I'm trying to think of like, how can I scale that? Like, okay, I made 100 this week, but like, how could I make it 500 to 1000 and actually be making decent money off of it?
0: What happened to selling your own branded apparel? You're still doing that, right? I'm
1: still doing that. I'm still working on the right now it's all I switched over to hemp and organic cotton and um I'm trying to just make as low impact as possible. I'm not just trying to sell merch to sell merch. I wanna actually Yeah, I just didn't wanna just, you know, make shirts to just make shirts, so
0: So wait, so elaborate on the the change of garment. Why did you do that?
1: Um so like at first I had um I'm gonna also have like just plain uh, organic cotton shirts, but so the deal is, um, upon researching it more, Wait, one,
0: one sec, real quick. Hey Sarah Slaves, would you mind just going up and just say, hey Peggy, you were running an episode, real quick. Yeah. Thank you. You're be the best. She'll be nice to you. Don't worry. We can continue talking. Peggy's right. <laughs> Peggy's the lady who owns the space.
1: Um, but um, basically, <laughs> listen, I listen, start. Listen. listen, I, listen.
0: <laughs> just tell her. Uh, just
1: tell her what
0: Hey for the listeners So we As you guys know I share the space With a, a young Are you okay? Yeah
1: I'm like chalk choking on a loogie <laughs> This is gonna
0: be hilarious I We share the space It's a It's called the Warehouse 11 And the woman who owns It's named Peggy And so they have a couple of events coming up So I think the cleaners just came And they brought some stuff over Am I right Sarah Slugs? Yeah, they had a vacuum, and I'm like, oh,
1: you can't use that right now. <laughs> Please, it, are they cool? Yeah, they're like, we're just bringing
0: it back. Okay, it's gonna come in here. All right, Sarah slugs cool. the security. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so real quick segue back to the hashtag. Um,
1: so the thing is, I I started the e-commerce thing. I was like, all oh, right, I want to do digital nomad. I'm just gonna digital nomad. I'm just gonna pump out something. So I pumped out a site, and I put shirts up, and then um, I've just been you know, totally on this, like, sustainable thing. So, as I started looking into it more, I realized that clothing is, like, one of the least sustainable things in the world. Why? One, because uh, there's so many reasons. So, I don't even know if I want to get into, like, every reason. But, um, one, it's, um, manufactured with goods that are either polluting or are just using, like, massive amounts of water when there could be another alternative. Or it's made out of plastic, which is then polluting the earth by not only this when is you made create of it. Oh, well, you're screwed, dude. No, I'm saying, is it? Oh, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so. It's cotton. That looks like it's cotton. It's 50 50 Eco Fleece from Hanes. Oh, if, it, if it's 50 50, then it might have. It's Eco Fleece. Cotton? If eco fleece. just means that it's probably recycled. So do we like that or no? No. So at first I actually had recycled uh, shirts and they were made out of an average of seven recycled PET bottles, which is like those big bottles. Um, well, like the one liter? I think so. Yeah. Just anything. It's like PET, which is like what they can make polyester out of. I think, I believe. Okay. Anyway. Um, so I launched with that and I was like, this is great. I have recycled shirts. Like this is awesome. But then I look up more stuff and I'm like, this is bad because every time you do a load of laundry, you're releasing like hundreds of thousands of particles of plastic into the water stream. And the wastewater treatment facilities are not designed to pick up those very minute particles. And they might um, inadvertently get stopped by some of this machinery, but it's not actually designed to. And so most of it's end up out. Some new um, washer machines have like somewhat of a filter, but it's just like how when you clean the the dryer lint, all that in the washer is just going down the drain. And um, so they did a study, 80% of all fish in the North Atlantic have plastic particles in them. Not because of plastic cups and straws, but mostly from the plastic particulates, which is mostly from our clothes. So let me just slow, slow it down real quick. So you're saying
0: when clothes are created, when... There's some sort of plastic molecule in it. Correct? Door slam. Sliding. Ladders. Okay. Well, they're, they're gone. So. <laughs> All right. So, you're saying when clothes are created, there's a plastic molecule in it. And when it's washed, the plastic molecule disperses from the clothing. And the average filter... Whatever washing machine they're using will not pick that plastic particle up. It's
1: just lint. Like, lint in the airs. So, like, if you have a polyester shirt, that's plastic. Okay. So, the lint from that shirt is all plastic. So, you're breathing that in, too. Like, we're breathing in plastic. Like, all humans have, like, a ton of plastic in them. And it's mostly from, like, stuff like that. But, um... So... Every time you wash the shirt, just like in your lint dryer, I bet if you, you know, took out most people's lint dryers, it's probably like 30, 40, 50 percent plastic, depending on what you wear. I prefer to wear cotton um, because I can't stand anything else on my skin. And and like in finding that out is what made me start to research clothing more. And I was like, how come I can't deal with this? I'm like, oh, because it's literally a plastic bag. Like I can't wear those polyester socks or anything like that. And I've been trying to look into finding socks and pants, but it seems like the majority of um, of
0: mass-produced mass
1: stuff like that is polyester and synthetics. And I do not want my brand to use any of that, even if it's a quick buck. So I've just been avoiding a lot of products that I want to use, but I can't. Like right now, I want a winter hat launched, but I couldn't find one that was 100% cotton.
0: So... What direct impact does it have on the environment and sustainability using the plastic clothing that has like plastic
1: molecules on it? like well, every time do? you wash your clothing, unless you like never washed your shirt, then you're you're continuously releasing more plastic particles into the water stream that are then going into the fish into the plants into the dirt Wait, into the animals so that we eat and then we eat the plastic and then we have plastic
0: so you're saying normal washing machine yeah okay so where does the water go from the washing machine i'm just gonna it just
1: goes right down the drain
0: okay then where does that drain water go
1: the drain water goes to a wastewater treatment facility or sometimes right out to the river right out to right out to the water
0: Okay, and so you're saying that the wastewater treatment facility, usually those like brick buildings in a town that are like over next to a reservoir. It's only
1: made to capture like large particulate like poop.
0: I get it. So you're saying whatever filter they have can't pick up the little shit. It cannot. So how would we prevent this long term? Because it seems like this would be a massive change to make to totally change the construction of retail clothing. Um, Like... Well, would yeah, we'd have, ha- we, we
1: have to like create more sustainable, we have to, so it's all supply and demand. So like right now, sustainable materials seem more expensive because there's less of them. But if there was more people growing them, more people grew hemp and more people were doing, um, you know, uh, bamboo or organic cotton, something that per, that uses way less water. And, and, uh, if there was just more people doing it, then the, the price would go down and then it would be more achievable to mass produce. Like so, right now the argument is because the poor can't afford it, but that's just because the the rich um, companies aren't producing it.
0: Well, it takes companies who develop systems for themselves a long time to adapt to make changes like that. Yeah. So so with this if like you could have your way and like everything was totally sustainable wouldn't that, would it take like 50 to a hundred years?
1: Yeah. I don't know how long. Um, and obviously like it wouldn't happen overnight. It's something that is like, um, would change like our whole, it's kind of like our, like our whole infrastructure would kind of be changed by this, um, by these systems. But, um, it's something that like, I don't think that we can like look at as a cost problem. Like it's, it, it's a life problem. we can't put a cost on it. It's like, Oh, it costs too much. Like, it's like if we are alive, we have to put every resource we have to continue to be alive. So it makes no sense for me for anyone who's like, Oh, it costs too much.
0: But it's an it's an opportunity cost thing though too, because people want their lot to have convenience in their lives. So would this be a massive inconvenience to someone's day to day to start these systems?
1: No, it shouldn't be. It's all about the companies actually um And people starting to just invest in more sustainable sources, and realizing that even though they can make a quick buck off a polyester shirt, it's just it just shouldn't be the option.
0: Is a polyester shirt more comfortable than a hemp shirt?
1: I would argue never. It's not. I would never argue that. This is the hemp. This is hemp organic cotton. Touch it.
0: Kind of like get under there. You wanna you
1: wanna you wanna touch it.
0: That's soft, boy. Yeah,
1: that's nice. That's my
0: let's say the little branding. Yeah, little direct to garment application. Yeah. So, how how heavy are you on sustainability in terms of all things you do though? Because it's not like every single piece of clothing you have on is like sustainable. You got Tim's on, like yeah, that, that's no, got like leather not um
1: Yeah, you can't avoid it. And like I've owned most of my stuff for a while, but um, you can't always avoid it. But I think, like, if you're conscious about it and um, try your best to purchase the things that are... purchased from companies or items that are actually trying to make a difference because even if it's, like, an extra few dollars now, if those items, like, get a bigger grasp because then people will start to make them more. Like, force the the, um, producers to, like, make it by kind of putting them out of business in a way, which would be, like, ideal. Like, I wish one day i could just give everyone a hundred cotton shirts and like they just never have to buy a shirt like I, the craziest thing about my site is like i'm shall- trying to sell shirts while telling people to buy less shirts you're a terrible salesman i'm a terrible <laughs> terrible salesman but it's because that's like the sustainability like i want you to buy one shirt in the last 10 years i don't want you to buy one shirt and throw it away and and then wear it and not wear it again.
0: I agree, but that's a, that's on you for making a dope product, though, too, right? Yeah. You got to make sure that DTG, that direct-to-garment on your chest, you got to make sure that never wears off. Oh, that. I
1: wear it this consistently, and I wash it a lot because I want to... I'm giving it the test. But what about the particles? It's hemp and organic cotton, baby. So no particles. It's no problem. The particles are coming, but they're breaking down, and it's all good. Speaking of shirts, I just want
0: to give a massive shout-out to everyone who snagged the gdp season gear man we're totally out except that box right there we only got some smalls left and sarah slug snagged a couple don't tell me one don't tell me (laughs) one epic yeah but hey listen i love i'm a psycho i am i'll admit it i'm crazy but I love going on gear runs, man. It's like the funnest thing for me, popping around and selling people stuff. I love it.
1: Yeah, it feels good.
0: Well, it's like a roller coaster, because then you gotta go in, you gotta make, you gotta make sure your pitch is fire. You gotta make sure people like what they like. You're selling yeah. dope product. It's uh-huh. fun.
1: So, so now, um, you know, I've spent a lot of time consolidating my aims of the business, and only now, and um, only now am I kind of ready to really advertise it the way I, I think I could. Uh, properly and like I have a lot of connections with what different business? pages the apparel the apparel yeah. okay and I have a lot of connections with different pages but I don't have really the funds to promote it the way I, it should be so
0: why don't you just go product by product because you're a patient dude right yeah mind you I shouldn't be one to give any advice no I'm listening but why don't you just literally sell one shirt to one person and like blow them out of the water with service yeah, and say, hey, listen.
1: Well, I've sold a few. I've sold some shirts. Well, I was gonna say, like, man, sold some sweatshirts, maybe and your, some shirts. Maybe your
0: sister will like the shirt. Yeah. Maybe your sister's a vegan and is also on the sustainability tip. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah, you <laughs> you're right. Saying? Like, I think, and uh, then you guys get married. Yeah.
1: Once I get a, I'm gonna, you know, I wanna treat my customers. That's that's a good call. I actually saw one thing, that um, I think Gary was talking about it, and he was like. You know, he ordered something, and then they gave him like a. They sent him a bunch of stuff, so he was like, "Now he's like, I love this company." So then he ordered a ton of stuff from him, and it's like, you know, that's kind of it. It's like, you know, you're not always expecting that, but it's just like, you know, just it's dope. Just give it away. Just give people. Someone orders something, you like. You like know something about them, like, all right, let's let's give them a jersey of their favorite team. Yeah,
0: that's one thing I learned from all the work I do with. Them. Big JP, the children's author, is if he's ever late or like he, he owes someone a book or something, he'll sign like almost every copy. I'm like, damn, this dude is going above and beyond because like think of all of the like kids that have get an author from the, uh, an autograph from their favorite author. It's like, oh my god, yeah, that's really cool. That'll change your life, bro. You know. Yeah. So. On another social issues tip, what, what else is, like, kind of pressing on your mind on sustainability? I I'd seen you post some stuff about forest fires and a little bit of climate change stuff. Um, and to be honest, dude, I'm not well-versed in a lot of stuff, so I just kind of, yeah. like, hearing it. I'm just trying to understand yeah. most of it.
1: Um, well, the recent thing was, like, the rainforest. I'm sure a lot of people saw that. Um, what, the Amazon yeah, and uh, the messed up part is like a lot of the fires were actually start started by the cattle farmers, and it was because the local governments were approving cattle farming to expand. And then also people, oil industries were trying to move into the rainforest to get oil underneath the forest. and in doing so, they would be kicking out all the tribes and killing the forest, which actually doesn't produce the majority of the oxygen for the earth. but, does capture a lot of carbon and just provides a lot of sustain like a lot of ecosystem and it would just be there's multiple reasons why it's bad um for it to be where do you get most of your information um like many sources i i like to go towards um organizations or like um i try to find studies that are I don't know. I always look at how the studies are done, I guess. I'm just saying, you
0: ever think some might just be like, bullshit you? Yeah,
1: some, some stuff is half. That's why like, so I'm only saying some things. Like, I'm not going to say all the things that I've researched because I don't know about all of them being real or not.
0: Kind of like we're caught in a simulation. <clears throat> but, um, <laughs> caught in the sim, caught in the sim.
1: What I do know is what I, uh, at, what I will talk about. Um, or what I've looked up enough about, to feel confident about, to talk about.
0: So, let's, We're of age where we should kind of start caring about voting. Which presidential candidate has proposed like the most, in your view, like the most ideal policy in terms of climate change and sustainability?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to talk about the presidential debate right now. This is no (laughs) too much. Yeah, that's too much. That's way too much.
0: Uh, Are you totally non-political? I'm. I'm.
1: You know, I. I'm trying to you know, see it. I, I have a hard time even believing like what we can do. But I hope that um. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't even know. I'm like disgusted by it so much that I don't even know if it makes a difference.
0: I've never heard you be this pessimistic about something. I'm pretty upset about <laughs> it,
1: honestly. So I don't even know like what to think about it.
0: Have you ever thought of like maybe proposing a policy to like st- the State house or something?
1: Perhaps, yeah. Why
0: not? Yeah. I mean, that's your right as an American. You're allowed to do that.
1: I don't know what I'd propose,
0: but yeah. we well, would come up with something. Sustainability in Massachusetts. What's like one thing you could do right now to make things more sustainable? That's easy for everybody to do.
1: That everyone could actually do. That's a good point.
0: I can tell you one thing. Somerville Mayor Joe who came on the show. He was like, listen, I want to have like one of the most eco-friendly cities in the U.S., I gotta, we gotta put our foot down and like do this thing. Right. Hmm. So he made the most massive bike friendly city in the country. And he made huge bike lanes. He was like, I want to cut down on transit. That's a, that's a kind of sustainability thing, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I think public transportation should be, um, more glorified. Like the reason why it's so bad in America is because the car industries kind of have a hold of like the market. And, um, they basically have made sure that the infrastructure doesn't really get upgraded. Like, if you look at other countries, their public transport is actually, like, way better than ours.
0: That, that Japanese bullet train? Yeah. That shit's fire. Yeah.
1: All other countries, though, too. Like, um, people in, like, Europe, if you're, like, um talking about, like, going somewhere and it's, like, more than 100 miles, they think you're literally insane if you didn't take a train. They're like, you drove 100 miles. Like, what is wrong with you? Guten talk. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, w- what do you want to get done in 2020? Because to be honest with you, man, you and I both know we're those ADHD boys, and you got a lot on your mind.
1: I'm just gonna keep on pumping out content, dude. And um, you know, I think I'm starting to find myself in the combination of like what people want as well as what I want to put out. Because there's like that, there's that combo. I like that, Z. It's not only what you want. Not only what they want to see and like you can't only put out what you want to do. You kind of have to find the mix of like what you want to do as well as what is appealing.
0: Yeah, that's fire. Mm-hmm. I agree. And and what is that for you right now? Is it skits? Is it more memes? Um, have you been trying out new types of content? More about
1: like, like the type of like the the genre. I, or I don't even know how to say it. Like the, the theme of the content. So like I'm noticing people like real realistic stuff. Like what? Um, Like that video that went big is I think people thought it was real. And um, so I think like if you can give them something that seems like anyone could film it or um, like a piece by guy is like a great example. He does just like enactments of things like in life that. Anyone could kind of catch on camera, but he's creating it like a skit. So it looks like you're just kind of catching, walking in on it. You're like, you walked in on something and like someone's doing something crazy, but, um, but it's all put together. And I think that's like amazing. Um, so I think that's like the best route right now for me is going for like realistic kind of like, you know, i got to make sure that no cops get called, but stuff that's realistic almost to a point that people aren't sure. If it's real or not
0: what about the the high production value stuff because it seemed like you want
1: to dip into more narrative and that stuff too there. and that that's the so that's the other side so like it makes it quicker because um so like the i was putting i think more too much time into my instagram video production where the content should just be kind of quick and rapid that's like what people want there whereas for like youtube for like that other video that's like a big production so like i want to do both
0: did you enjoy producing that
1: i'm thoroughly enjoyed it and like i loved um you know being able to put those people together and like i was thinking about i'm like this is amazing like you know four three months ago i didn't even know half these people and now you know we're all together making this um epic thing that i've been kind of slacking on the editing for but it's because i just wanted to be what i wanted to be and um a yeah, man. A few things ran yeah, away. Yeah, man. But yeah, man. So, yeah, it's going to be epic. And um, I think that was awesome to be able to connect with those people. And, like, you introduced me to a lot of them. So, it's awesome what you have been connecting with. Um, you're, like, quite the networker.
0: I'm just a nice guy.
1: He's a nice guy.
0: <laughs> makes me very happy connecting people and seeing stuff happen. I was very, I was wildly happy that day when I... I was happy for a second when I showed up When you, and like, it was like you, Robbie and Aki and then some a couple other people. Yeah. And was there too. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this is
1: fucking dope. He showed baby. up and we're like, throw on this banana costume. No, no, was that that was, day? Was, or was, was hot, that the other day? It was a hot dog. It was a hot dog. Oh, costume. A hot dog. Oh, you were a hot dog. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just got in the hot dog suit. That was a, that was new for me.
1: One cool dude in a hot dog suit. Um,
0: hey, listen, can I ask you a question real quick Z?
1: Yeah. Hit me.
0: Can Sarah Slugs ask a question?
1: Um, so how do you, like, do you just sit with people and bounce off ideas to get content? How do you create content? Because you just have so much, and you're talking about how there's a guy who produces, like, 10 videos a day. How do you even go about thinking of things? Um, so Good question, that Sarah is Slugs. a great question, Sarah Slugs. Um, and I'll try to answer it as briefly as possible because I know I like to run on things. Well, you're you're also the booth champion, so. <laughs> I'm the booth champion. What's that?
0: You're on booth mountain. You're on booth mountain. I'm
1: on booth mountain? What am I, on Rocky Mountain High? Yeah, you're on that booth mountain. I'm way too high, <laughs> yeah. So sometimes I go on a run around, and then I'm like, ah, oh, I forgot that detail what that you kind not? of need in the beginning to make it all make sense.
0: And then you bring it back, and then you're like, damn, we are caught in that simulation. All
1: right, back to the point. Um, so how do you come up with ideas? Um, a lot of it will be like, I honestly, like when I watch a movie, I look at the directing, more than anything so like for angles and stuff I like looking at movies so that's where I get like my more like official productions when I'm trying to you know work at that but as far as like ideas a lot of it will be from like everyday life if you run into something um that you just kind of think is comical I'll write a quick note of it or you know you'll get inspiration from other people's videos and then like give it a twist so it'll be like you know one person um puts milk in the fridge but instead you're putting something else in another place like I don't know you can kind of like take their uh, and because like a lot of trends on online will kind of have like a theme so it's like it's more or less like taking that theme and putting it into your own way so yeah so sometimes that will speed up things. And then you also have like straight up ideas that kind of just come from like God and you're like, I don't know where this came from, but it feels awesome and I'm writing it down and <laughs> and it feels amazing. And that's like when you're like really feel like you've tapped into like the creative, um, what do they call it? The uh, creative, I don't know. It's like this creative cloud that's up there. You just kind of snag something from it every now and then. Just pluck a little bit, put yeah. it in that pocket. It's infinite. It's infinite. But the creative, creative cloud, cloud is infinite. Who creates the creative cloud? It's just there. Just always creating. But you can't always grab it. Sometimes you're like, yeah, it's raining too hard and you're like, can't find it. You're like, where is the cloud? I can't see through this rain. But then, you know, it gets a little shiny, sunny patch and you reach it. But what
0: if it's like totally clear skies? Then what do you do? Um Then you make a cloud. So you want to bring the negativity back? I always do no, that about you. Negativity. I always do that about you. <laughs>
1: no, 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 not negative clouds. I don't know. You, you wait for the rain. You know the rain will come back. <laughs> That's why it's infinite. It's a cycle. The rain will come back if it's a cl- if it's a sunny day. That's just one day. Go outside and hang not, out for the day. Hey, not if we're in L.A. Call your friends. Yo,
0: I went to L.A. Dude, you probably love it out there. I love it in L.A. Are oh, you been? Yeah. When? I drove. You drove from Mass. I drove. Dude, what was that like? It's crazy.
1: Me, four friends, and a f- van. In Kyle's van? Mm-hmm.
0: You, four of you took that thing across the country? Yeah. Where'd you stop?
1: Everywhere. We went to... Um, Pause. First, we went to... What's north of here?
0: That's Vermont and, like, yeah. New Hampshire you and know, Maine. Yeah, we
1: skipped through that stuff. We went through... Um, what's the... like? What's the right on the um river there i mean the great lakes (laughs) chicago we went first to chicago because we've kind of already seen everything on the east coast so we're like all right let's get away from the east coast go to chicago don't forget about the twist and And then we went to the um the house from shameless and that was really cool where's that in chai city it's in the ghetto and uh they only filmed the outside scenes there so like the inside isn't actually the house it's just the only the outside street is but um, the guy was really cool, he had a fence up, and uh, he was, like, actually on the house, like, across, we pulled up, and we were, like, trying to get in, he comes walking in, and we were, like, thought we were gonna get robbed, but he's, like, hey, like, no, this is my house, and, because uh, there was, like, four dudes, like, he's, like, yelling at us down the way, so we were, like, what's going on, and we were, like, there at, like, 1 a.m., so the guy was mad cool, though, and he let us take pictures on his porch, and um, that was when I was, like, like when I was actually viral, like I was like, I got like, I don't know, got a bunch of views on that video on that post. But regardless after, of that, after Chicago, where'd you Chicago, go? Chicago, and we hit, um, what's that? Um, the Rushmore, Mount Rushmore in the Dakotas, Dakotas.
0: Yeah. Damn, so that's still like a 15 hour drive from Shy City out there, though. Yeah, what were you doing in the car?
1: Smoking. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of the boof packs, <laughs> A lot of boofing. Ky- uh, we Kyle- stopped a lot. we just glued to the wheel and like, we just hung out. Yeah, my buddy Brett was a really solid driver. He can so- he can drive for like 12 hours without even blinking. I don't know how.
0: What were you eating?
1: We would stop. I, I, I came prepared with like a ton of stuff. I had like peanut butter and like all kinds of sandwiches, so we didn't have to stop all the time. But we would stop here and there and get stuff our we would hit gyms we got gym memberships to take showers a lot
0: like anytime fitness type yeah just like quick
1: uh there was one on the west coast i can't remember the name um and i won't even try because it'll it'll never happen but um it was like all along the west coast so like that one is a good one because once we got on the west coast we could get memberships and then you could take showers the whole way through without having to buy another membership that was the quickest way
0: did you sleep in the van the whole time
1: Not the whole time. We spent some nights in motels or hotels, but, um, how much the whole thing cost you? I don't know. Um, I think I only, only had like three grand at that time. That was a cheap one.
0: It probably cost you less than three grand, dude. The whole trip. Well, how long was the trip? Um,
1: well, I spent around three grand.
0: That's what I'm saying. I feel like it'd be way cheaper if you like prepared all your meals like oh yeah no coast. we didn't prepare every meal
1: and then we went to we went all the way to tijuana for a night like we were partying like we, we, we went <laughs> when, when was this <laughs> this was uh last year oh fire yeah right before i met you oh no way and uh yeah i just had like gotten back that year and uh was it a blast that was so unreal so we went all the way to san diego i mean sorry we went We hit Chicago. I I can't tell this in order because I don't my brain doesn't remember it in order.
0: And then we went and I'm
1: on the booth mountain. So Chicago, the Diego uh the Dakotas. The the Diego. (laughs) Um Yeah, so we saw Rushmore, I climbed out uh Mount Rushmore. I was like right underneath it. I actually have a photo. That's that's falling, bro. That's falling. That's falling. (laughs) It's that (laughs) booth. <laughs> that mic
0: hit the booth. Sarah Slugs, you doing okay?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. oh man, I'm
0: struggling. I'm watching you do your thing. I gotta
1: fix this. Okay, there we go. Now we tighten it up a little bit. Alright, I think it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, So, the booth pack, man, I, I got too loud, and then, yeah, we almost got pulled over on our way to Seattle. And then my friend used to live in Seattle, so he showed us around there. Um, we got the booth back. <laughs> and then you, you we were boofed up the whole way. And then we went to Oregon. They had the best booth, I'm not gonna lie.
0: <laughs> oh, you were boof smacking the whole trip, yeah, dog.
1: Oregon had the best. Yeah, so actually my main expense was like medical marijuana. Like that was like like when I set my expenses aside, I was like a thousand for weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were smacked! Yeah, so that's just normal because like. So did I... you?
0: Did you and Kyle? You're like, yo, let's go on a road trip and be high the whole time.
1: No, I don't know. We probably had a couple ounces before we started, and then you know, once we got to places we could buy weed.
0: Did you go to MedMen in Cali? I don't think so. There's this incredible chain that I saw out there. I don't think so. It's like the Apple Store of weed stores and it was so sick. That sounds dope. I don't even smoke and I was yeah. like this is the sickest business like you like walk in everyone has like an iPad and like <laughs> there's like these clean tables. It's like tables. very legit. Dude, I like when it, it's very legit. Yeah it was clean it was like mad professional. I was like yo this is sweet. Yeah. And they had like a section for like edibles they had a section for different strands of like indica and sativa. Mm-hmm. They
1: like I was like damn why well, I
0: have to smoke yeah. a little weed out here man. Yeah
1: dude Oregon had the best booth and because the best part about Oregon too is, um, they told the prices straight up. Everywhere else you go and it's like, oh, it's forty bucks, and then you get to the cow's register and it's fifty. And but what do they say in Oregon. In Oregon, they go, it's twenty-five and eighth, and then you get to the register and it's twenty-five for the
0: eighth. And you said, yo, let me smoke that shit. And it was dog. so it
1: was way cheaper in Oregon, and they told you the price straight up. And I was like, I respect that.
0: I, respect I, I you. love you, Oregonians. I respect
1: you, Oregon. Um, but they got too much weed that's why they got way too much weed right now
0: well dude they should make the hemp clothing out there
1: yeah, yeah. The, that m- multitask maybe you could do that with the scraps of the weed which is a lot of people actually have been like throwing that out or like they were for a while and now that's why like edibles are huge now they're like reusing all the stuff that they used to kind of not know what to do with
0: can I ask you a quick question I can ask you off air too but I'm gonna ask you on air too you ready Mm-hmm. would you be at all interested if I like try to get a politician up here and like talk to him about like his sustainability stuff because that honestly might be pretty interesting from like people our age I don't know anything about climate change and like I kind of feel like I came up short with all my politician podcasts cause I just don't know enough mm-hmm. would that be like of interest to you we do like a panel
1: yeah I mean I could I could research a little more and try to give him something to like you know, try to give him the, the dumb American view to the to politician view. And, like, he can tell me, you know, why some things won't work. Oh, no, we don't have or, to fight with him. No, we're not that, fighting. Maybe, yeah, but, I mean, we could like, actually, like, we can say, debate and, like... No, we don't even... I mean, we could What debate. do you want? What do you want to Well, I'm saying, it?
0: like, maybe you could come through with those facts. And mm-hmm. then you could be like, yo, we could actually make something happen.
1: Or maybe we could, you know, make something good. And, yeah, like, come up with some kind of solution Plan. that might actually be, like, um you know, a small step. Exactly Small steps Lead to large staircases That lead to Great big hallways That
0: Lead to escalators That that are fueled by gas Which is not sustainable Cool dudes with hot
1: dogs Get thrown down Those hallways
0: That's enough (laughs) (laughs)
1: Alright let's wrap this up Hey Sarah Slugs I got too boofed, guys. <laughs> I didn't even make it past <laughs> s- past Oregon. I don't <laughs> Screw the whole cross country trip. I don't know. I was too boofed. <laughs> you were off
0: that boof mountain. You're off the boof mountain yeah. for the episode. But honestly, I think we got a lot of hashtag value out of this one, man. Yeah, we did. And uh, and know, we'll do, and listen, maybe you will be the first one with the fourth episode.
1: Yeah, I would love to do that.
0: What would that be? Because you got golden, platinum, be, diamond. Probably it's ruby hour. Oh, he's got to go emerald. Well, th- yeah, I was gonna say think about like the old Pokemon's yeah. or Pearl, Ruby, Red. Wait, what's better than Diamond? I don't know
1: platinum. I you got like if someone was to
0: propose to you, Sarah Slugs, and they like they're like, "No, I didn't get you a diamond ring. I got you a what would you want?" I
1: don't. You'd know. say I would say gold. There's definitely gold. some kind of ruby or something that's more expensive than diamond. Probably some kind of rare like gem. That's what I'm saying, but I don't know what. let's look it up what's the most expensive gem in the world alright this this is just gonna tell me the most valuable oh tanzanite oh yeah tanzanite no for (laughs)
0: real I know what tanzanite is it's in tanzania tanzania yes sir 1200
1: per carat
0: whoa so, 2,400, was 24 times
1: 12? Oh, wait, wait, no, that's not the most valuable, though, because blue diamond. Uh,
0: yo, yo, Z-Bats. I'm screwed. Yeah, we got to wrap this. Yeah. So, listen, you remember how to start in end these? Tell me you remember.
1: Yeah, yeah, you want me to introduce myself and extraduce myself, whatever that word is. Sarah Slugs, you ready?
0: Yep. Did you have fun tonight?
1: I did.
0: Sarah Slugs is done with <laughs> class, man. Congrats, Sarah Slugs.
1: Thank you. Congrats. Just for this- All right, ready? Um, So what's up? This is the Stupid American. I'm also the Zach (laughs) Cratch. Hold on, hold on. Let me retry. Boof boy. Boof boy. All right, what's up? This is the Stupid American, otherwise known as Zach Cratch, and this is my Diamond Hour. And then? I forget the rest. And then I say, um... no, I forget it. Tell me. Sorry, I just got caught in the simulation. I'm I'm in the simulation. I know. You've been in What's the script?
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm Zach, aka the Stupid American. This is my Diamond Hour. Hi, I'm Zach, aka the Stupid American, and that was. That Diamond was. was this is, that yeah, yeah. Was.
1: You want that? That was. Okay. You think you think you got this, bro? I'm gonna do a double take again. My wrist kind of bothering me. Oh, he he doesn't want to do it yet. He's not feeling it. He doesn't. Okay. He's not confident. He's not confident. All right, hold on. Let me I got it. deeper. All right, so. Deeper. All right, all right. So this is the stupid American, and this is my diamond hour, and th- that was the stupid American. No, <laughs> and this is the stupid American, and that was my diamond hour. You gotta do the whole thing through, though. I gotta do it. Why in one take? Yeah, one take, Drake. Okay. What's up, guys? This is the stupid American, and this is my diamond hour, and that was the stupid American, and that was my diamond hour. <laughs> no, bro, <laughs> Why not? Why bro, not? It's Just- this.
0: Hi, I'm Zach. Hi, this I'm is- hi Zach. Yeah. <laughs> hi, I'm Zach, and this is my diamond hour. Hi, I'm Zach, and that was my
1: diamond. Hi,
0: hour. I'm Zach. You got it. <laughs> do you know what to do?
1: <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm Zach. I'm the stupid American, and that was my diamond hour. What's up, guys? No. I switched it. Yeah, I'm not gonna get it right. Just bro, you can just edit it. No, we
0: don't edit. Listen. What radio, the heck?
1: <laughs> just edit it. <laughs> like, all right. Bro, just this listen. is the stupid American, and this. Bro,
0: ready? Just listen. Hi. I can't do it. Introduce yourself. Hi. Hi. I'm Zach, and this is. What's up, guys? So let me put it <laughs> Ready? Hi, Dad. Hi, I'm Zach. This, and this is the, my Diamond Hour. Hi, I'm Zach, hi. and that was my Diamond Hour.
1: Hi, I'm Zach, and this is my Diamond Hour. And hi, I'm Zach, and this was... <laughs> I'm not going to get it right. I can't do it. <laughs> hi, I'm Zach, <sighs> and this is my Diamond Hour. And hi, I'm Zach, and that was my Diamond Hour. That's
0: fresh. That wasn't t- good. No, no, that... Okay, do you want to do that same thing one more time and put your sauce on it?
1: All right, ready? Here we go. What's up, guys? I'm the Stupid American, otherwise known as Zach Cratch, and this is my Diamond Hour. And this is the Stupid American, otherwise known as Zach Cratch, and that was my Diamond Hour. We'll take
0: it. We'll take it.